we just need to recognize that becoming a physician is economically very challenging. The reality is that a lot of physicians are getting burned out. thoughts about the shortage of healthcare providers and how is uh, Dignity as an organization responding to that? Well, I would say in terms of the shortage, I mean, there's a, it's pretty well documented uh, across the U.S., but in particular in California, that we are facing a real shortage, particularly in primary care, which, uh, which is what we've, you know, part of what we've been talking about today is how do we develop a better system and about how to promote prevention and wellness and taking care of people before they get sick, it really requires uh, a strong primary care network. And so there's a number of things I think we have to do. One is we really uh, need to continue to focus on nurse practitioners and physician assistants as a, as a way to uh, use team-based models to help our primary care physicians. I think we need to continue to focus on the environment that they practice in. The reality is that a lot of physicians are getting burned out because of the uh, the things that we make them do on a daily basis in terms of the meet you know sometimes regulatory compliance you know within the electronic medical record and so you know we have to continue to focus on ways to create a better environment for those uh, for those clinicians that are practicing there so that's really where a lot of our focus is today I think also the training and education of new physicians and uh, show me where you spend your money and I'll show you where your mission is. And we spend a lot of money on really sick care in the U.S. We could allocate more resources into health and prevention and wellness. I think it would have a dramatic uh, impact. David, as, a, as an educator of physicians, do you want to take this one also? Sure. Um, we have actually really been committed to changing the trajectory of primary care, uh, especially not only in our city and county, but across all of rural uh, Northern California in the Central Valley. We have four different programs right now that are specifically uh, working on that. We've created an accelerated uh, educational program, taking individuals living in the Central Valley, bringing them to our, what is now the number nine primary care program in the United States of America, accelerating their education through a three-year medical school and three-year primary care and sending them back to the Central Valley. We're also trying to partner with the CMA to pre-designate those individuals to have loan forgiveness so that they can get out there and just do what they need to do without having to worry about relocating. And CMA has been an incredible partner in that. We recently created a uh, urban core scholarship for people who are dedicated to practicing in the urban core right here in Sacramento. We have eight full ride room and board scholarships along with tuition uh, for individuals who are pledging their lives to take care of the inner city poor, not just the Central Valley poor. We've created a partnership in both undergraduate and graduate medical education funded by the AMA to the tune of a $2 million grant that partners with OHSU in Portland, so everybody between here in Portland and 31 rural hospitals, including some from Dignity and Sutter, who are going to take our medical students and our residents in prolonged rotations to try and engage them in populating primary care in underserved communities. And last but not least, we actually sponsor a uh, 
uh, family practice residencies. We actually have eight family practice residencies around the state, one at Mercy Merced, uh, one of the longest standing, um, where we lend our expertise. We also sponsor one at Adventist Ukiah that just opened up, and there are several others around the state where we're really trying to make an imprint, not by direct action, but by leveraging our, our educational skills and, and capabilities. So a lot of that's behind the scenes. You don't hear a lot about it, but we really believe that's a trajectory. Oh, and one last thing, because our new School of Nursing Dean, Steve Cavanaugh, is in the audience. Recent partnership with UCLA and UCSF School of Nursing. Uh, we created a certificate program to take advanced practice nurses and give them advanced training in behavioral health capabilities so that we can begin to meet the desperate need for primary care in the mental health arena. Uh, and our school here in Sacramento is taking the lead on that, and that's super kudos to Steve for arranging that. So a lot of good stuff going on. Trish, how is uh, Kaiser tackling this issue? One thing that's important to us is, well, we see it as a continuum, really. So our investment in pathways programs first in schools helps introduce young people to what professions in healthcare can look like. And that's really important. So early exposure, training, so particularly proud of that. And then into partnerships with many of our college organizations, as well as universities, partnerships, whether on a variety of fields, and supportive residency programs. One of our biggest partners in residency programs is UC Davis, and among others, that this belief in total education is important for us, as well as our own academies, certainly in diagnostic imaging and phlebotomy, etc. It's kind of a grow-your-own and then one thing that we're particularly proud of is our opening of the Bernard J. Tyson School of Medicine, soon to open, where the first year has their entire tuition paid. <laughs> but again, the School of Medicine is focused, again, on how do we provide primary care for the most disadvantaged and a real focus on community health. So. It is, I think, it has to change the, the how we see medicine and how we deliver care, whether it's PAs, nurses, how we work together as an integrated team has never been more important. And the focus of the School of Medicine will be, again, on primary care serving populations, serving the community in with the mindset of total health. Brian, well, from a Sutter's perspective, what... Yeah, so, I mean, for us, obviously, we, we have um, hospitals and clinics in many rural geographies, and so I think the rural medicine issue is a significant one, and we pay attention to it. I guess locally, we did receive a grant recently to expand our family medicine residency program from Sacramento up into Jackson County up at Sutter Amador Hospital. So, you know, getting more physicians that are interested in family medicine, thinking about rural practice is important for us. We have a similar kind of program at Sutter Santa Rosa in Sonoma County in partnership with um, our Sutter Lakeside Hospital in Lakeport. So making sure that the rural communities have access to care in the same way that our urban markets do um, is important. In that same vein, I'd say that our partnership with Samuel Merritt University associated with nursing and some of the other support services is really important in ensuring that we continue to have a pathway for um, people that are interested in healthcare careers partnerships with local high schools in the same way that Kaiser does associated with getting people early opportunities to experience healthcare. And I think more so than that, 
we just need to recognize that becoming a physician is economically very challenging, um, whether it be for student loans or just the economics of clinical practice. And so for Sutter and, and having more of an integrated delivery model in which we're sort of agnostic associated with the kind of economic model that a physician might decide is most attractive to them personally, whether it be in the foundation or in an IPA model or in any of the other physician models that are out there, it's trying to have enough of opportunities for physicians to really establish themselves and lead the life that they want to lead. Thank you.